Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome back to part three of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Okay, so enjoy part three of the podcast. (laughs) It's just like, is that prodigy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> this motherfucker is intelligent. <laughs> so, maybe the collar's cutting off the oxygen. And he's it's something, fucked. yeah. He's yeah. being slowly choked to death by a very yeah. weak person. You know. Um, I, I don't mind at all the grocery store fight that we get here. I think that one yeah. was kind of cool. There's some good kicks, some good falls. Dude's flying into the fucking... Uh, you know, the shelving units and shit like that. One of the background guys in the grocery store, just FYI, is Luc Besson. He oh, was, really? uh, yeah, he was on set that day and they were like, you want to be one of the background people? And he just jumped in and was one of the shoppers in the background. So I missed it. Didn't see it. I missed it too. I didn't know it until I looked it up and happened to see it there. Um, but I do actually really like the next scene after the grocery store where Jet Li is like trying to cook some hamburger or some shit on the stove. And yeah. Morgan Freeman is standing there, and he's like, so, um, in the store yesterday, uh, those guys were fighting? And Jet Li was like, mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. And he goes, you didn't seem like you were scared or anything like yes. that? And he was like, yes. nope. And he was like, you didn't seem concerned? And Jet Li was like, they didn't want to fight me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> they, can, they can fuck each other up all they want. And not yeah. my business. <laughs> Which I actually thought was very cool. Like, it brought up his training and kind of the background and shit. Yeah. I liked it. I yeah. thought it was cool. I, yeah, that actually was. And that's, I think, my biggest issue with the film is you do have these touching moments, but... Uh, it's almost like you're in a completely different film where it's like, bam, 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 violence, violence, violence. Everything is just fucking doing well. And then we just kind of leave the story. So another way that, I don't know, again, you don't want to take away from Jet Li's star, but what if, what if in order to, to not have this pace slow down so much is, you know, what if there were two dogs, you know, and while Jet Li is fucking learning the piano, eating ice cream, going to the movie theaters, going to the zoo, like at least you're cutting back to, you know, another person that, you know, 
has been abused that's on the chain or or something just to to take us out of this really long section of the film because it like you said the air gets let out of it and it's interesting but you're constantly wanting you're constantly wanting it to end because you want to see him get that collar off and kick some more ass yeah absolutely yeah it's it, i'm always straining for like when is this collar going to come off man like as nice as the movie is and the as touching as these you know side by side piano playing with with what's your face victoria yeah and the the movie theater and stuff like it's it's a great relationship building thing. Um, I'm always itching for that collar to come off and him to kick somebody's ass again, you know. And we get and you know is Bart dead? Is Bart not dead? What's going on? I did I actually just by way of a point I do like um, when Victoria comes out with her braces off and they're sitting there and Jet Li's looking down at the pit bull with the collar on and he's got the collar on. Yeah, kind of a cool yeah. little parallel there. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, um, there's, 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 again, there's a lot to like about this film and, and the issue is the tone. It's just the, yep. the, the tone just flies all over the fucking place. Yeah. It's off and weird in places. I don't know. This is, um, you mentioned it, is this New York or not? This is supposed to be taking place in somewhere in England. They, uh, Morgan Freeman at one point mentioned Scotland, uh, earlier on the, the role of Bart, uh, Bob Hoskins' role was initially offered to Billy Connolly, okay, who had to turn it down uh, for he had a conflict with another another project, and some of those scenes had been shot already and had to be reshot with okay. Bob Hoskins, um, which is why Scotland was mentioned and Glasgow yeah. specifically was mentioned because of Billy Connolly's obviously got the Scottish accent. Um, originally the role of Bart was supposed to be Albert Finney. Okay. Which also would have been great. I would have liked to have seen Albert Finney do this, but he dropped out to do, um, was that movie? Big fish. The one with, uh, what's his face? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget the other, that was a good film. And McGregor was in that. Ewan McGregor and the guy that was in, um, uh, the fucking Lee, the, the, the guitarist, um, from, uh, almost famous Billy Crudup. Billy oh, Crudup was in yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but Bart Bart was also offered as a character to uh, Anthony Hopkins and Michael Caine, and I believe Brian Cox also. And those guys all turned it down before. That's they... funny when you as soon as you said Albert Finney, I always I always think of Brian Cox. Like I just yeah, I just do. And um, he would he would be great. Oh, he would have killed. Like it. you could almost you could almost swap those two guys. Almost they're like um for any role because they're great. they're like uh. Uh, Bill Paxton and Bill Pullman. I always get those two fucked up, even though Bill uh, Paxton passed away, unfortunately. But... No, hold it now. Like, I don't get them fucked up. Like, I just think that they're both really oh, good. Oh, they're both really and good. But I can, them. I think yeah. it's the Bill thing. Fu- the Bill thing I, fucked me up. I know, I know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always get those guys fucked up, too. It's like, about two, fuck. Shut I don't know. the fuck up, man. Don't drag me, don't drag me into your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. We both, we both don't know anything. I'm going to drag, drag you into this fucker. We're going down. This ship's going down. We're both in it. <laughs> around man like i don't know how long this section is in the film but it's a good it's a good 20 to 30 minutes of literally no action no bob hoskins where the fuck did they like where the fuck did he go what happened he's learning all this shit i don't need the little love interest kiss jet lee's neck thing when she takes the collar off him yeah well i don't need that take the collar off and and you know what i'm saying 
It's too quick and it's forced, and you could have taken... And he's fucking handicapped. He's right? fucking handicapped. You shouldn't... You, Don't kiss his you neck. Should not, you should not date this person. He's... No. You know, no. he's not... I'm 50 fucking one. I don't date 20 year olds. And I wouldn't even if I wasn't married. Because I have nothing in fucking common with them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I, well, I was also I was also talking about, you know, basic the, cognitively he's a child, so she should not date him. <laughs> like Well, yes. You know, well, there's uh, also the the difference between you and I and a couple of 20 year old girls. Well, Dude, that's true too. We would yeah. fucking hang ourselves if we had to talk to them for longer than a couple minutes, right? Yes, like, and they would hang themselves if they had to look at our fucking bodies. That oh, my like God. Fucking skin wrapped around a pile of wet laundry. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> we look like. <laughs> just take my shirt off and they just go, oh, my God, gross, God, oh God. put it on. <laughs> Do you have something baggier? God. <laughs> God. <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> I just want to point out that I have not shaved anything below my neck ever. <laughs> so they are going... <laughs> They're not. They're gonna not like that. They just want the shirtless boy whores down at the Gap to fucking come out and That's pose for like, them. Man, but do you remember back in the day when fucking chest hair was like a fucking like sign of virility, and oh, all yeah. men basically unbuttoned their shirts down to their fucking navels so they could oh, yeah. show. And if they had a lot of chest hair, they fucking like, oh yeah, I really show my chest hair. Like, ooh, I could that... run my fingers through that if I was a sexual lady. Mm. Yeah. Like, like, not yeah, anymore. This, nope. Not anymore. Shave that shit off, son. Or you're... <laughs> not anymore. What are you, a it's bear? You like gross a shorn scrotum. There's really um, nothing like that. So we go through this long fucking period in the film, and again, it's very nice. And then Jet Li goes out one day and buys a fucking stitched wool Viking hat with fucking <laughs> braids like like Bugs Bunny when he was playing Buenilda in uh, What's Opera Doc. And. This fucking one of the henchmen finds him and says, hey, it's my old pal Danny. How you doing, Danny? Why don't you come follow me? And he's like, no. And he's like, hey, you better come with me or uh, the new people that you're hanging out with, we're going to find them and kill them. We're going to stick so, a bunch of knives you know, in them. How about that? Do you like that, Danny? Fuck you, Danny. Danny, being a child, basically does it because that's how that's how people fucking manipulate children right yep. hey if you don't do what i tell you i'll go kill your fucking dad and they're like oh shit i don't want my dad killed i don't want to it's like bitch you don't even know who his dad is yep um but anyway they take him back to bob hoskins um who's basically ready to get them back into what they were doing getting He's the band back together lead. getting the band back together gently you're going to be in the abandoned swimming pool fighting people to the death and uh, we're going to get up to that in no time. And then you're kind of like, oh, finally. But at this point, like, I was kind of exhausted. And I, I, I'll I, be honest, I kind of lost interest in the movie a little bit just because, you know, we, we, went, from, we went from fucking ass-kicking space ninjas to the piano. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I was the same way, dude, because like, I wanted them movies, to take... Two ten, movies. Yeah, I wanted them to take... 10 minutes or even 15 minutes of that middle section and change that opening to what we talked about so that the opening mm. makes sense. You get more fighting in the opening and then this middle section is shorter by 10 or 15 minutes. We still get the story development, cut out that bullshit yeah. romance part. If he was a little bit more like cognitively aware 
and maybe his time with Morgan Freeman wasn't like, you know, oh, here, giving him fucking feeding him cream of wheat like he's a fucking, <laughs> you know, mental patient. And maybe maybe Morgan Freeman is is, you know, having conversations about how uh, you're being abused and you're being fucking gaslit. Like, yeah. And Danny's just like, no, no, I'm not like. And exactly. Maybe that's the the breakthrough that they actually have to have is Danny uh, coming to the realization that, you know, you're you're a fucking person, Danny. You're not a fucking dog. Um, yeah, this guy know, had a being literal collar on abused. You know. Yeah, and and that could be it. And you know, Danny could actually have some emotional growth, but you can't have an emotional growth with somebody who's uh, mentally defective. Yeah, and is continuously treated by the bad guys and the good guys as a child. Um, so when they take him back to the tournament to fight in this pool, which I don't think was an actual pool. I think it was, I think it was, a, I think they built it. Cause I was like, that pool looks pretty <coughs> fucking janky. Um, <laughs> really fucking janky. It looks janky as fuck. Yeah. Uh, this fight scene, I, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't crazy about it. I actually really preferred the fighting in the previous sections where they were fighting, you know, inside the businesses you know, and breaking shit. Uh, the action was good. And now, basically, Bob Hoskins and Danny have this, you know, exchange where Danny's like, I don't want to hurt people anymore. And he's like, Danny, that's what you do. You hurt people. That's your, thi- that's your, <laughs> that's your thing. That's your thing, man. That you do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do. I love how you hurt people. It's great. Yeah, um, it's, it's okay. It's not a great fight scene. It's okay. Um, but... Yeah. Yeah, Danny does not want to fight, so Bob Hopkins basically pushes him into the pool. This guy is like taking swings at him and Danny's basically doing Aikido with no counters. He's basically just fucking dodging and you know, moving out of the way and when he does punch he pulls it and stops it in shy to scare the guy. Yeah, bah, like yeah. right by his face and shit. The guy's jacked. I'll I'll give it to that dude, whoever this actor is. He is, but I mean, there's yoked. there's a there's a there's a thing that humans have, you know, the the will to thrive, yeah, um, and you know, fight or flight, and all of these different things. But I mean, if he's been beating motherfuckers to death for a long time, and now all of a sudden a dude is coming at him with his fucking boots and his fucking tactical mesh vest or whatever he's wearing um, tactical clothing <laughs> yeah he's wearing he's wearing a fucking mesh tank top you can wear this clothing at um, night <laughs> yeah you can wear all clothing looks, at night you fucking asshole <laughs> he looks like the wardrobe that like a low budget matrix would fucking wear like, yeah I, I I'm not big on the wardrobe choices. Well, it's of kind of a Mad Max kind plays. of a looking They're thing. Just, like Lord, we want to. He's got elbow yeah, but, pads and shit on. Like, what are you doing? But just like a discount Mad Max. Yeah. You know, like, like, I don't know. He's just he's just like a little bit of eyeliner away from like being in a pride parade. <laughs> like, he's he's not looking. It's some guy He's liner. not looking. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not looking like a guy that that fights to the to the death often no and like 
He, yeah. When Hoskins throws down this Viking battle axe to the dude, and he starts swinging yeah. that shit around, like it's okay. Uh, you know, I, I again, I, and I've said this before, I'm not a fan of the wire work. I don't like it, and mm. you don't need it in this movie. Like it's not necessary. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. a couple of times where he like he flips against gravity or flips like up and over a dude, and I'm like fucking. Come on, man. Like, you're trying to do a movie with authentic fighting here, and you just don't need that wire shit in there. You, And I, you know, I don't know if it's a Jet Li thing or a Hong Kong thing or a Luke Besson thing or what, but I, I didn't like it in this movie. And Yeah, it doesn't quite work. No. So basically, while these guys are scrapping in the pool, um, you know, the British dude, Scottish dude, or whomever is like, uh, this fight is not actually very exciting. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I fucking agree. Yeah. Like, I, I completely I, agree. I am with and he's the like, English All right. death fight <laughs> match organizer. <laughs> the organizer. Pick it up, Hoskins. And then he, he points to a few people and then essentially three stunt people, um, which this was probably their big break, yeah. um, jump into the pool and they're dressed like the other guy they fucking like the the wardrobe just doesn't sell for me man like it just it doesn't i have a hard time looking at these guys and taking them seriously yeah um he the main guy picks Jet Li up in like a military press and is holding them yeah and Jet Li is obviously on wires because he's kicking and wriggling and mm-hmm. writhing while he's holding him and i'm like you and i have both held people over our heads horizontally before yep. and the only way you can do it is if the person stays he's stiff as a fucking board cooperating like, completely <laughs> stiff as a board and cooperating and helping you like if you're holding somebody over your head they are doing a lot of the work yeah. as well and yeah. the fact that he was kicking and writhing and not falling like that bothered me a little bit too well even when they pick the two guys, pick him upside down, and each one of them's holding one of his legs, and they're kicking him like a yeah. fucking heavy bag. And I'm like, do you know how fucking hard it is to hold somebody up yeah. by yeah. their leg? Yeah, yeah. like you're by, out of your by mind. The ankle. Yeah. So that's the stuff that I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't sell. No. And then the whole crowd just starts throwing in fucking sledgehammers, like fucking oh, spears like garden, and hammers like, and swords and shit, like. Like actual garden tools with medieval weapons yeah. and like a fucking like a broad you know, sword laser guns and lights <laughs> lightsabers and you know fucking, fucking you know some fuzzy dice fucking... yeah <laughs> couple of fucking sharp teeth and you're just like what the fuck are you doing where did you even like, get this from like, I'm telling you man like I think they threw in the fucking candlesticks from the Clue board game like it. It doesn't, like, this just really doesn't sell for me. Like, no. this part of the film does not sell. Even though I was like, man, let's get back to that fucking action at the beginning. Um, this this doesn't quite work for me. And Jet Li starts, decides for some reason that, and again, there's at, at no point does he say, you know, obviously, oh, I'm consciously going to start fighting back now. But... For some reason, he's like, I'm not going to hurt anybody. And then ne- next thing you know, motherfucker's got a sledgehammer and he's caving in fucking ravers. Well, and that's uh, the thing, right? Faces. That's what bugs me is that he has to fight these people. There's He picks up a fuck, like literally a sledgehammer and he yeah. caves this chick's knee in and bashes her in the face. And then he hammers this dude's yeah. shoulder and face. Dude, if you hit somebody in the face with a sledgehammer, 
they're dead. <laughs> like he's now he's not against killing people until he goes, I don't want to kill anybody after Bob Hoskins yeah. shoot the guy. I'm like, bitch, you hit yeah, this so dude yeah, in the face with a sledgehammer. Like, yeah, he's dead yeah. already. It's like fucking Millhouse. He's already dead. Like, he's already dead. <laughs> Stop shooting yeah. him. And, and I like how the fucking British guy that put it on is like looking in shock, like, oh no, he's not going to kill them. It's like, oh, they're all going to die. Yeah. Like, that girl just got a garden weasel across the fucking ass, throat, fucking face, tits, and toes. So she's going to bleed out. Like, I'm pretty sure she's going to bleed out, dude. Like, yeah, exactly. That other guy's got a femoral just, fracture that he's bleeding internally yeah. forever now. So, <laughs> that guy's Jet Lee just whipped the white guy with a fucking chain for nine minutes. Because <laughs> like, he didn't want to kill him, quote unquote. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, off, yeah. Jet Lee. <laughs> From his asshole to his appetite. Like, just fucking. So, again, it, it just. There's parts of it that just don't work, and I'm like, man, I'm just not buying this. No, and I'm, the same I'm, thing, like, not. yeah, they take him back here. Bob Hoskins puts the collar on him, takes him back, chucks him down into the fucking pit again, and he's back to his fucking, you know, grade kindergarten, pre-kindergarten book of, like, this is an L, this is an M. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we've yeah. been through this. He's better than that. We know he's better than that. And then he yeah, escapes like he's again. been reading that book for thirty fucking years. Yeah, like it's not going to hold his fucking interest. The, like this movie didn't hold my interest in ninety minutes. Yeah. So for him to be sitting there looking at the fucking letter M for fucking thirty <laughs> M is for three murder. Decades. <laughs> yeah, M is for murder and for muscles torn from bone. <laughs> yeah. And so he fucking finds a picture of you know his mom or whatever. And then he just goes over to the cage and just fucking pops it open like a manhole cover and climbs out. And it's like, fuck, that... Could you not have done that 30 fucking years ago? Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's He's going through the pictures on the desk, and and they don't fucking zoom in on it, but there is a fucking picture of Bob Hopkins licking a fucking girl's titty, like, (laughs) just laying on the table like a Polaroid. Like, there's a table covered in Polaroids, and if you look, there's Bob Hopkins licking a girl's titty. Bob Bob Hopkins with his lip on a girl's tit you know what I love it's just like it would have been funny to see that picture from the end of the hangover of Zach Galifianakis with his dick out in the elevator just laying on the desk yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that would have been amazing (laughs) oh there was a point that I wanted to make here um and I fucking forgot what is it he's gonna climb out of the the cave why didn't he do that already ah fuck it's gone there was a point that I was gonna make there Oh, it was yeah, that's right. The point that I wanted to make was when we see Danny yeah. find the picture of his mom, like that should be a very touching moment in the movie. And I didn't feel right. it. And, and you know, contrast contrast this movie and that moment with something yes. like um when when the main character in Kung Fu Hustle, which is a fucking goofy ass movie, but the touching moments really hit. Like when he finds the lollipop from the yeah. girl and you're like, oh, it's the fucking lollipop. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It really crashes that movie and roots it in emotion where it needs to be for the goofy yeah. shit to work. 
And this is the opposite of that. That should have been a rooting moment in the movie of like, oh, fuck, that's his mom. And he knows that. And I was literally like, and then he finds a picture of his fucking mom and he gets out of the hole and like, we're kind of blowing past it. But that should have been a a critical moment. And it wasn't. And that concludes part three of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part four. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part four, and we will be back in your ears very soon.